Hello, you ravenous mango munchers. This is Matthew Sanborn, mother-hugging Smith, and his papa-rubbing podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. I have just read the most awesome thing ever and urge you to partake in said thing most hastily. Ryan Brown's incredible webcomic, God Hates Astronauts, is the mango's soulmate, people. It chronicles the thrilling tale of Super Team, the Power Persons 5, and their epic battle with heavyweight champ John L. Sullivan and his cult of voodoo bears. It's only a little over two issues long, but it's what you do with it that counts. Do something good with it. GodHatesAstronauts.com, the link is in the show notes. Or check out Ryan's brand new project, Blast Furnace, at BlastFurnaceComic.com. That's in the show notes, too. What the hell have you got against those poor little show notes anyway? Today's story is about the dangers of putting things in your mouth. And I mean anything. You don't know where that's been. And if you did, you'd regret that knowledge all the way to your grave. Apropos of nothing, except for the following story, one piece of knowledge you should take to your grave is that they call me Johnny Eggroll. They Call Me Johnny Eggroll by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Actually, they call him Johnny Agrol. They call me Matt. But this is my story, and I'm co-opting Johnny's gloss because I wish I could be cool like him. You are what you eat, but most of us eat different things, so our bodies get confused until we're left with what we see in the mirror. If only it wasn't illegal to eat better-looking people. But Johnny understood this principle, and he also loved egg rolls, so he ate a crapload of them and nothing else. And I know that's not a specific measurement, so you can't appreciate the magnitude of it, but I'm not talking a baby bunny rabbit crapload here. I'm talking like a like a frickin' brontosaurus crapload. And yes, I know it isn't called a brontosaurus anymore, but this story takes place in the 1970s when dinosaurs were cooler and took bigger dumps. Anyway, Johnny ate so much of these, egg rolls, not dumps, he started to get crusty and greasy, and we weren't so sure we wanted to hang with him anymore, and we wandered off whistling when Johnny's legs sort of merged into one and he couldn't follow us, but he stuck by his guns, you gotta give the guy that. Not that he had any choice, he couldn't walk away, and his guns were right there on the floor. Before you knew it, he became an egg roll. And that's when Martina came along. Martina loved egg rolls, too. Not as much as Johnny, of course, you could tell because she would have been able to follow us if we ever ran away from her. Not that we wanted to. But if you need further proof, her last name wasn't egg roll. It was Hoovendorf. And if she acquired that name by eating brontosaurus craploads of Hoovendorfs, well, that was between her and her god. She'd never met Johnny, but she heard about him from our hushed conversations on the decks of merchant marine ships. Did we mention we were mer- Marines? That's because we don't mention such things. We whisper them to each other hushedly. So she gets to looking for Johnny, not on some mountain peak in the Himalayas, but over on 25th Street because that's where his apartment is, and there she finds a human-sized egg roll. Drool, drool. But Martina's got this thing about shrimp. Not an allergy or anything like that, but a shrimp once stole her parents' hi-fi at gunpoint, and she doesn't want anything to do with them, even if it involves devouring them. So she opens up the egg roll to make sure there's no shrimp in there. To her delight, no shrimp. What is in there, however, is stuff like lungs, intestines, muscles, bones, what you'd expect to find inside of a Johnny rather than inside of an egg roll. Unless its first name was Johnny. So that was kind of gross. But she was a smart cookie, which frightened us because that meant she'd eaten a lot of smart cookies and that made us picture oatmeal raisin brains and inevitably led to chocolate chip spinal cords and such. But anyway, she stole Johnny Eggroll's heart. I mean, she reached right in there and pulled it out. Now I know you're waiting for somebody in this story to eat someone else because I always go that route. But not this time. Martina didn't even take a nibble of his throbbing love muscle. This is still the heart we're talking about. You pervs. They got married, as Johnny's heart now belonged to Martina, and he got work doing ads for Chinese restaurants, because what the hell else was he going to do? 
That's right, he directed a string of commercials featuring a lady who had turned into a giant bowl of wonton soup. They became so popular, he got an offer to do an entire toothpaste campaign featuring a guy who ate nothing but toothpaste. This, in turn, was so successful, it ran for years. But one day, Johnny ran off in despair when Martina suddenly turned into a pile of toothpaste. Turns out she'd been ingesting small amounts of toothpaste on a daily basis when the commercial shoots broke for lunch and she and the star would sneak off to the broom closet. This is why you shouldn't swallow your toothpaste, folks. You know where it literally comes from? Finally, Johnny understood why the toothpaste guy always had a huge smile on his face. And his teeth were so white. If this story freshened your stink breath, you can gargle it and others like it right here at BewareTheHairyMango.com and try flossing for once in your life, will ya? Write a bunch of stuff to a bunch of people who aren't reading it in the comments for this post or John email me and we'll plant egg roll seeds all across old Midwestern America at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or eat your pork chops and egg roll sauce over at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Pork chops and egg roll sauce. SFSignal.com. It's about you, it's about me. Let's all hold hands and forge a human chain and this week we'll send that SF signal not by means of gamma burst, but by way of love. And if the hand-holding doesn't work, there are other, even more loving ways of forming a human chain, but I'll have to show you those after the kids have gone to bed. Until then, limber up. Tell two friends about Beware the Hairy Mango Organic Podcast, and they'll tell two friends, and so on, and so on, and so on. Of course, this whole brilliant podcast-saving pyramid scheme breaks down if you don't have two friends, and if you're listening to this show in the first place, well, I'll spare your feelings. Tweet your meat in the rumble seat at twitter.com slash upwithgravity after enjoying all that Ford porn and those models TNA. I know the youngest one is 84 years old, but that makes it all the dirtier. There's no sexier forbidden fruit than the type that's rotting on the tree. Who's your grandson? Be the cool uncle who slips me a couple of bucks with that parting handshake by fiddling with the donate button on the homepage. I promise I won't tell my parents about this, and I'll grab the key to Pop's liquor cabinet next time you come by. This podcast slowly sucks the life from you through a sharpened coffee stirrer and a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike 3.0 unported license. Until everything falls apart, and that could be any minute now, this is the gracious and delicate flower known as Matthew Sanborn Smith saying if you truly believe a rolling stone gathers no moss, you should examine some of Keith Richards' choicer nooks and crannies. Watch, now he's going to die in the next day or two, and then I'll look like the bad guy. Good night.